And this is the Brad and John Show. He is John Combest, C-O-M-B-E-S-T. You can check out his website at johncombest.com. I am Brad. Together, we get together every morning, except for the past five days, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) We get together every morning, and we do a show, and we talk mainly about uh, the St. Louis metro area, specifically St. Charles County, how that impacts everything, and Franklin County, stuff like that. Even a little bit of Warren County. Matter of fact, I, you know, we'll talk about this later. Uh, I've got my little sheet here, but I had lunch with Mike Elam on Monday, which was very, very interesting. You know who Mike Elam is, right? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Mike Elam, to me, is an interesting guy because he is got a foot in two oceans. He's a politician, but yet he's still a media dude. Um, he, uh, for a long time, he came to St. Louis as a radio guy to work at KXOK, the ill-fated talk station, which was going to compete with Camwax, which I think lasted like eight months and it went under. Uh, anyway, uh, worked around the media business, worked at several stations here in the St. Louis area, then went to work at uh, uh, what's now Spectrum. Back in the day, it was just Charter, Charter Business, I think they called it. And now he works for i3, which is one of the broadband companies putting in home internet and also uh, is a county council person and also still works on the radio is a fill-in guy on 97.1 on the talk shows and also fill-in guy in Camo X. So he's interesting in the respect that he's not a, I mean, I have a lot of respect for him because he's, as I say, a radio guy who did good. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy as mess out. Okay, now, we were, uh, last, last segment, we were talking about John Lamping, okay? And you were going to yeah. give me some more scoop on him. Yeah. So in general, I mean, one of the reasons why he's so popular and why you see him on on 97.1 and some of these other shows, even on television, is because he's a very straight talker. One of my favorite things about guys like John Lamping is that they went into politics when they didn't need to. They didn't go into politics because they needed a paycheck or because they got a political science degree or a social work degree or whatever. So John had a successful securities investment background before he ran for state senate. He was elected in 2010 in a really tough district. And he's on because he he really he talks to so many people that he's he's a lot like Scott Fawn in that respect. And that John talks to so many people around the state of Missouri that he has a really good sense of what's going on at any one time. He knows what's happening in the grassroots. He knows what's happening with donors. And and especially folks who are running for statewide office reach out to John to get his opinion, to get his take, even to see whether or not they should run for office or not. So that And that's why he's such a valuable voice. I'm a, I'm a big fan of John Lamping. But he's not a kingmaker, correct? He's not the yeah, kind of... I, yeah, I wouldn't call him a kingmaker. I, like, mean, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't put him in the category of folks who will, you know, John's not going to write somebody a $500,000 check to run for office. Well, but even to the point a kingmaker could be financially or could be to the point where if you don't have this person's blessing, you're not getting anywhere. That, that, that's true. And the beauty of the Republican Party, I would say today... It could be the beauty or the curse is that we don't have one Republican kingmaker. So you have, for example, Governor Mike Parson has his favorite candidates for these statewide offices. But just because he backs a Mike Kehoe doesn't guarantee that Mike Kehoe is going to win. Just because he backs a Caleb Rowden for secretary of state doesn't mean Caleb Rowden will win. So uh, so what you're saying is uh, the effect is limited. Like, for example, it happened in the last two elections with Donald Trump, where almost everybody he endorsed did not get elected. We had, you know, we had oh, what uh, um, um, what's the lady from um, 
the lady from Phoenix or from Arizona, who the former news person. Uh, oh yeah, and then and then so Carrie, you had Carrie Lake. Out Carrie there, Lake, and, and then uh, and, Kirsten and Cinema, Doctor Oz, and then uh, uh, Mr. Football Walker. Herschel Walker. I'm gonna say Mr. Football Star from from a, from Georgia. That Herschel Walker. Yeah. That didn't work out too well, but anyway, that's a whole other story. Okay, uh, we talked about a lot of that stuff. Um, anything else that's I, I, you know here. Want me to talk about the 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 Mike the Mike Elam thing? Yeah, yeah, go okay. ahead. Okay, I don't, I am I'm not going to get in trouble with this because of the fact that Mike Elam knows how I feel, and Mike Elam said this before. Mike Elam is an interesting guy, and Mike Elam is a Navy vet, and at one time. Matter of fact, I was very involved with the Salvation Army um, in St. Charles County. And one year, he was like our featured speaker at our banquet. The, the kickoff banquet always was in November, which kicked off the bell ringing season, which is the, the biggest uh, fundraising uh, event of, of the entire season. Okay, So he was the kickoff speaker, and he told the story of that if you are going to graduate from basic training in the Navy you have to be able to swim 200 yards. And he said, you don't have to do the breaststroke. You don't have to do the backstroke. It doesn't matter what you do. You can dog paddle. You have to swim 200 yards. Do you know why? I don't. Because if you're in a ship and it sinks, when it sinks, the uh, sucking of all the water as the ship goes down has an impact out to about 200 yards. So the idea mm -hmm. being is that if you're in a ship and you're in the Navy and man overboard and you have to abandon ship, you have to get 200 feet away from that sinking ship, okay? Otherwise, you're going to be sucked under and you're going to be killed. But if, you get, if yeah. you get 200 yards away, and I say feet, I meant yards, so essentially 600 feet. If you, if you get 600 feet away from that sinking ship, chances of you surviving are pretty good if you were within a couple, you know, like 50 to 100 feet, you're going down with the ship. The ship's going to suck you down and you're going to end up, you know, being killed, okay? I have said to him before, and I've said to him, I said, Mike, you know, I know this guy that gave this presentation about you got to be 600, you know, 600 feet, 200 yards away from a sinking ship. I say St. Charles County should do that with St. Louis City. Now, keep in mind, He's on the East-West Gateway Coordinating Committee. So he's, he's on the same committee that people from, I guess, what, 15, 16 different counties, what we call the MSA counties in the St. Louis area. Yep. He's on there with Mark Kern from St. Clair County, Tim Brinker from Franklin County, and more specifically, he's on there with Tashara Jones of the city of St. Louis. And he keeps talking about the fact that when you travel... And let's say you're in, let's say you're in Disney World, and you st strike up a conversation with somebody, you know, in line for a ride, and it's, people say, "Hey, where are you from?" If you live in Wentzville or O'Fallon or St. Charles, or for that matter, Arnold or Belleville or Washington, Missouri, you say, "I'm from St. Louis," because if you say you're from Washington, Missouri or Belleville, Illinois or Darden Prairie, Missouri, people go, "Where's that? Is that right. like, is that out in the cornfield somewhere?" And I said to him, I said, Mike, you're the media guy. The problem is, and I've said this all along, the problem is St. Charles County doesn't toot its horn enough. What you have in St. Charles County, you have some very good municipalities, eight that we call the Westplex, St. Charles, St. Peter's, Darden Prairie, Weldon Spring, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But yet each one of those is trying to outdo the other ones. You got Patrick, whatever his name was, who's the uh, economic development guy in O'Fallon. And he's looking out for O'Fallon. 
when that new Amazon plant, one, you know, new Amazon distribution center, when they're talking about all of a sudden the one morning and Jeff Bezos wakes up with his, his girlfriend who's 30 years younger than him, and he says, I think we need another distribution center in St. Louis area. <laughs> Patrick is the guy who is trying to get it into O'Fallon. He doesn't care about the fact that we need it in St. Charles County. He wants it in O'Fallon. And I yep. said, that's the problem, Mike. And Mike's going like, well, you know, and him and I go back and forth on this all the time. But I say it comes down to the fact that once again, if you promote an area separate from St. Louis, in other words, we're not, you know, if someone says, where are you from? I'm not, you know, St. Charles. Where's that? Well, it's right across the river from St. Louis County. Where, you know, because people have no idea of, of geographic areas um, it, to the point where I have some because I'm fascinated for, for some. For example, I'm fascinated by Las Vegas because you know why? Why is that? When you are at the airport, you're not in Las Vegas. Did you know this? I didn't know that. When you are on the strip, on, on the strip, most of the new casinos in, in Las Vegas, you are not in Las Vegas. Where are you? You're in what they call CDPs. There's one of them called Winchester, another one called, and the interesting part of this is if you go there and your phone will automatically, if you like have uh, like an app on my phone for like weather, whenever you go to a certain city, it tells you where you're at and you're in, uh, what's the one? Uh, Winchester, it's a couple others. And it's a crazy interesting story and CDP is what they call a census designated place. We have okay. them here in the St. Louis area. Defiance is a CDP uh, because there is no technically city of defiance. There's no incorporation of the city of defiance. Now, Augusta is a city or a village, whatever they call it. But there are a lot of places that exist that, according to legally, don't exist. And that's why they're called CDPs. Interesting. Yeah. And, and, and what's crazy about this is that if you go back in the history of, of Las Vegas, especially... This is going back in the 50s, and there's a lot of interesting history in Las Vegas in the 50s. The mayor of Las Vegas, at the time, Las Vegas was not doing so well in the 50s. And there was this huge area to the south. Las Vegas downtown is actually the north of this, the main strip. And there was this huge area of the south, if you know the whole thing with Bugsy, I think it was Bugsy Siegel, if you know that whole crazy story. They started building a few casinos on what would ultimately become the strip. And the mayor of Las Vegas tried to annex all that into the city of Las Vegas and instead the powers that be some will say the mafia at that point in time said we want no part of the, of the city of Las Vegas so essentially they resisted it and essentially if you are in that area most of the areas are what they called CDPs but they're under what's called the Clark County government and what's really fascinating about it is as opposed to the city of St. Louis Las Vegas police the Las Vegas Metro Police have authority in the city of Las Vegas and in Clark County. Now, think, wow. ab think about that for a minute. If we had the same situation, the city police could go, you know, could, could fly west on Highway 40. And if there was a call for something to happen to Ladue or Chesterfield, they could respond to it. Do you think that would ever happen in St. Louis? Absolutely not. <laughs> not with the fiefdoms that we have. Right. Never, ever, ever in a million years. But that's what it is in Las Vegas. And if you have, if you have, uh, if there's a fire in one of the casinos, it's the Clark County community or the Clark County Fire Protection District. If you, if you need an ambulance in, in, any of the big casinos on the strip. It's the Clark County Ambulance District. And it's this interesting thing where the county essentially runs 
all the major uh, entertainment places, the airport, everything. It's all in Clark County. It's all not in the city of Las Vegas. Which so go back to your the the metaphor about 200 yards out from the ship and and Saint. So you're, what you're saying is the Saint Charles municipalities, Saint Charles County municipalities, are in the same. Uh, they're they're pulled under in the undertow of St. Louis City. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. And I, I see the okay. dog. In the the dog in the fight that I have is re- rebrand that area as the Westplex. Okay. Yeah. I already have. You know, we have this thing called Westplex News. The whole idea rebrand it as the Westplex. Hey, I live in the Westplex. You know, and the idea being is it sets us apart, and it's like marketing 101. You know, yeah. I mean, if you have like for example, if if and here's a perfect example. If I say, hey, I'm going to Sajay. If you say that in a crowd of 100 people, 98 of them are thinking, oh, he's going to the strip clubs, right? Of course, yeah. But yet what people don't realize is the strip clubs over there is like maybe five, six acres. It's just mm-hmm. that area. Once you go south and Route Three, that's the strip club. Other than that, and you know this, it's from, industrial. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know this from not, working from Monsanto. What, what you think Monsanto has a huge chemical plant there. You know, yeah, and Cerro, they did. Cerro yeah. Copper is there. There's a great airport, Bi-State, whatever they call it. I think they call it downtown St. Louis Downtown Airport. It used to be called Bi-State Parks Airport. Uh, on the north side of the airport, there's a huge industrial complex. There's a huge, you know, it's it's like Earth City over there. You got all these big big um, buildings, you know, distribution centers and the whole bit. But yet, when you say Sajay, people think strip clubs. So So if you work for the St. Charles, if you work for one of these groups whose meetings you go to, Brad, if you're the St. Charles County Economic Development Council or whoever you go to, you're incentivized by your by your paycheck and by your end of year goals to promote your municipality. Exactly. You're not you're not incentivized to promote the region. See, now, the interesting thing is you've got you've got used to have a bunch of chambers used to be like six or seven chambers of commerce the st charles chamber rebranded several years ago to now be the st charles regional chamber and they are now not now just representing st charles they're representing st charles county they're promoting events you know uh, in forestell they're promoting events in augustine places like that but and and that's scott tate's doing and his board directors which i think was a smart move because once again if you jump on if you drive west on 70 and you cross over the Blanchett Bridge into St. Charles County, most people, if I were like life, if I were driving you and you were sitting in the passenger seat and I said, okay, John, where are we at right now? And you go, well, we're in St. Charles. No, nope, we're actually in O'Fallon right now. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I drive a little bit further and I'd say, okay, where are we right now? Uh, uh, O'Fallon. No, nope, we're in St. Peter's. And the idea yep. <laughs> being is that what's happened is the area has grown together you know, uh, to the point where, and it's a little bit, it's a little bit different than the city, because with the city of St. Louis, as people moved out of the city, they moved essentially in concentric circles away from the city. If that makes yep. any sense, the first areas of, and you know, it's funny because I have friends of mine that live in Kirkwood and Webster, and I go, "You live in urban, urban sprawl land?" They go, "No, I live in Webster, urban sprawl." You know, yeah. I mean, and if you look at it technically. There used to be when I take used to take my take my kids down to the arch, there was a map of the city of St. Louis in like 1812, and the city ended at 12th Street, you know, and the city in the city the south side of the city ended at Shoto, and north side of the city ended like St. Louis Avenue. Well, what happened was the city just grew yeah. out and out and out and out out, and that's why if you look at the core of the city, most of the north side and the south side, most of those houses are very old. But when you get further away from the core of the city, you get down along River to Pear and places like that, those houses are not that old. 
you know, some of these are 40s, 50s, and 60s. Same situation you have, you know, like having St. Charles County. St. Charles City has a lot of, at least on the north side of 70, has a lot of older homes. And that's sort of interesting, the same way all along through St. Peter's and O'Fallon and even Wentzville. On the north side of 70, you have mainly the older infrastructure, the older houses. On the south yep. side of 70, St. Peter's, almost all new houses within the last 30 to 40 years. Same thing Same thing with St. Charles. Look at O'Fallon. I mean, once you got south of Highway 4, uh, 70 back in the day, not that long ago, back in the 90s, once you got south of Highway 70, there was nothing. Highway K was a little two-lane country road that went down that met Highway N. And at that point in time, they had like a blinking red light there, if you can imagine that. And that was one of the most dangerous intersections in the state of Missouri. That intersection had more fatal accidents back in the day. And we're not talking that long ago. We're talking maybe... 30 years ago because it was two two little two-lane roads and they came together at a crazy angle it wasn't like a cross where they met they came together like a like i don't know you know I, i'm not a my, my dad would be able to tell me that like a instead of a 90 90 it was like like a 120 70 or something like that you know what i'm saying and yeah so if i'm but if i'm if i'm an o'fallon again and i'm working for the economic development council maybe i don't want to be associated with that area north of 70 maybe i think that the housing stock is too old maybe i think that it's becoming too culturally diverse and i want people to move out to o'fallon and not associate my municipality with st charles but and there's a certain amount of that that happens. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, already we're. I've heard people talk about. Well, I wouldn't want to live in 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 the old part of St. Charles. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you know. I mean, yeah. It's it. But see, once again, I, I I hear where Mike's coming from, and what their whole thing is. And he said to me. We have got to clean up the city of St. Louis, and it'll help the entire area. Okay, and I said to him right back. I said, Mike. That would be like me saying, I'm going to get elected president, and I'm going to f- stop all the wars in the Middle East. It's never going to happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know, in your lifetime and my lifetime, how many, how many presidents have said, and the crazy part of this is, you know who was probably most successful at, at not having problems in the Middle East? Guess who? Uh, don't know. Donald, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah. Remember yeah, with, the, absolutely. with the Abraham Accords and, and the whole And don't bit? you think, to your point, Brad, if, if you've moved – from St. Louis City to North County and then out to St. Charles, isn't, isn't the idea that you want to leave the problems of St. Louis City behind? You don't want to, you don't want to donate your, your time, your effort. You don't want your elected officials fixing St. Louis City because you, like you've voted with your feet and you've chosen to move as far away from that as you can. Ding, 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 John. You win the prize this morning. That's part of the, right. that's there we the go. exact but reason. It's true, right? And that's right. And it, it, I know it feels good for everyone to say, yes, but we're we're connected to the region and people associate. Sure, but the people who live where they live now have made that choice. They voted with their feet. Once again, in so many things nowadays in our lives, so many things nowadays, that's exactly what it is. You know, how where you spend your money, you vote with your dollar, you vote with your feet. If you don't like the car dealer down the street from you, think he's a, a shyster, you drive... 2, 10, 15, 20, 100 miles and buy a car from another car dealer. It's just the way things are. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Okay, we got to take a break at 742.